Welcome into another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name is David Austin. I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. Welcome back. You look so cute today with your fancy new jeans and your cute little cover-up. I love it. It's a sweatshirt. I love it. It's very cute. I'm also wearing my red Pumas because they make me jump higher, run faster. And it's also in honor of President's Day. Yes. Which happens to be George Washington's birthday. Okay, if you say so. This is the President's Day edition of the session with Londa and David. And the reason that's important is because we'll talk about how that moves business forward here in our community. Okay. The session with Londa David and David is a business program and it's brought to you each and every week by Sherwood Austin Homes. With interest rates coming back down, and they are, everybody's talking about it. Inflation seems to be coming down, jobs are going up, real estate across the nation is starting to heat up, and Sherwood Austin Homes can help you beat. The heat in the real estate market. Don't wait till April. Get involved today. All you need to do to figure out how much money you have sitting in your home is get on Mm SherwoodAustinHomes.com. Is it the right time to sell and buy something new? Is it the right time to move your business? Sherwood Austin Homes would like to be your first choice to find out. Jump on SherwoodAustinHomes.com. You can find out what's going on with Londa. You can find out what's going on with David at Sherwood Austin Homes, powered by Realty One Group, Ignite. Thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah. Wow. We, we'd love an opportunity to go to work for you. That's the thing, right? Yep. There's no other husband and wife real estate team in our community that also has a lender on board. That's right. No other one. Nope. This is it. Yeah. So you get... Double your bang for your buck with That's Sherwood right. Austin Homes. That's right. Yeah. It was interesting. I was a guest on a podcast earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Health Solutions, a podcast with Sean and Janet Needham. Okay. And uh, and <clears throat> he said, and it sounded like, you know how a lot of times in podcasts, if they have um, guests, they ask a closing question of every guest just to see what they say. That's a pretty common thing to do. Jay Shetty does it. He asks five questions, but anyway, um, so he said, uh, um, I think he said, what are you most passionate about? Okay. And I didn't get a heads up that this was coming. I didn't know. And why would you want a heads up for that? That's a question that you can easily answer, right? No. What comes flying out of your mouth is so, what's most important. So here's what came out of my mouth. And um, I said growth and contribution. Okay. So I believe that if I'm not living unless I'm learning and then sharing what I'm learning with others. Sure. There you go. That I was I think fun. that's great. That was, that's the first time I've said that, though. Okay. Nobody asks me what I'm passionate about. I do all the time. No. Yes, not I like do. that. Not like that. Well, not on a program. So, like Londa, this. tell me, what are you passionate about? I ask you questions like that all the time. No, you don't. Normally, we're walking and mm-hmm. we're talking and we're looking at the river. And you say, "So, tell me about you." That's uh, different. Uh, well, I am. okay. 
Well, I like to have personal conversations with you. And if someone were to ask me what I'm most passionate about, I'd say you. And they'd say, well, that's so stupid, David. Here's the thing. I have found a way to make all of my (laughs) life fit into your world. And I love it. And the reason it's so important to me is because the most important thing is caregiving and being kind. Well, I get to do that every day in my business and in my private life. And they say, do what you love and you never work a day in your life. Mm. Well, I get to do my work with you. And that is awesome fun. That is pretty fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fun. I like to take care of you and I like to do things with you. Thank you. And and so that's what I'm most passionate about. Awesome. Yeah. What's your topic for today, David? Well, Austin? it is the President's Day edition. And it occurred to me this morning while I was going through local media that every single mattress company in the world is advertising deep discounts today. Hmm. Don't sleep on it. It's President's Day. It's our President's Day sale. Okay. And I'm interested to know how mattresses became such a big deal for President's Day. Why mattresses? I don't get it, but it reminds me of a story I heard the other day about Christmas in the western part of the world. And do you know that Christmas is a a holiday that was co-opted by Coca-Cola over 125 years ago? I do, because you made me listen to this. And that's why Santa Claus has a red and white suit Coca-Cola wasn't selling soda in the winter. They were a summer beverage. And the marketing people 125 years ago were like, "Uh, how can we beef up sales in the wintertime? And they said, hey, there's this Christian holiday, not wildly celebrated. Easter used to be the big boy on the block, by the way, before this board meeting Mm -hmm. where the marketing professionals from Coca-Cola sat down and figured maybe we can sell more sodas if we come up with a way to celebrate the season and involve Coca-Cola. Okay. And they came up with the idea for Santa Claus They co-opted a story about St. Nicholas, who was about to be decanonized by the Catholic Church. He was a charity guy. Mm -hmm. And they said, let's build something around him. They also used a character from British folklore named Kris Kringle, who was a chimney sweep that would break into your house by dislocating his shoulders and go down your chimney. So at the end of your day, you'd have one really clean chimney, but less stuff in your jewelry cabinet. Okay. So they took those two characters and came up with Santa Claus, dressed him in a red and white suit. Okay. Boom, bow, surprise, Coca-Cola's the beverage of Christmas and eggnog. Uh, okay, but mattresses and President's Day. I don't know, but what I'm saying is... <laughs> President's Day is mattresses. Okay, so Christmas let me tell you. time is commercialism, thanks okay. to Coca Cola, and it wasn't. Easter at the time of that was the big holiday, and it always made sense okay. to me. Why is Easter not the big celebration? So you don't know this, probably. Okay. But there is a calendar for consumers' goods. Okay. 
So just like you can count on every President's Day, mattresses are on sale. And furniture, deep discounts. There's, there's a, actually a consumer calendar. I used to follow it. And the reason that I followed it very closely is because I was broke for many, many years and mm-hmm. had you know a, a house full of, of, of people that I needed to take care of. And so I followed those consumer sale trends sure. very closely. So I could tell you at that time, I can't now, <clears throat> what was on sale at any particular time of the year. There, there are consistencies to that. I got you. Televisions go on sale right before the Super Bowl, right. for example. That's right. So the, those, I can tell you the trends that things that you know come out in Costco at certain times of year. Um, and so, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a, a consumer calendar. I was listening to somebody the other day complaining about man-made holidays, and that made me laugh out loud because they're all all man-made, right? And they were specifically (laughs) talking about how, you know, Christmas is a real holiday. Well, Well, I I appreciate the sentiment, but it's because of Coca-Cola that it's such a big deal. So when you say, well, you know, President's Day, that's just man-made. They all They're are. They're all man-made. Every single one of them. So I think it's very interesting. People are weird. Uh, people are weird. You know, Mother's Day was invented by someone in Spokane who worked for that card company, Hallmark. Hallmark. You know what I mean? Let's, Let's sell more cards. Oh, you know what? Mothers. Who's celebrating mothers? Let's do that. Yeah. And people will buy cards and flowers well, for their moms. As, as we know from having the radio show uh, mm-hmm. for a year, mm-hmm. doing a morning radio show, there's a national day of Everything. fill in the blank yep. every single day. Yes. And let me tell you, thank goodness, because that fills a lot of airtime to talk about that. And you can build <laughs> you can build a couple of segments around that sure. in a two-hour show. Absolutely. Just FYI. Um, but yeah, there's a national day of whatever you want. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, capitalism, consumerism, God bless America. They were asking the other day, there was a poll going around that should the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday be a national no, holiday. Come on. And I don't know how you can argue against it when there are crazy holidays all the time. I don't know. I, you know, it's funny. You coming from the the lending world, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. This morning said to me, I said I'm I'm going to the office and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And you said it's a holiday. Right. I said no, no. You're a realtor now. <laughs> right. President's Day is a day where all of your government workers have the day off work now and banks and you go yeah and you go and show houses to those people today. I gotcha because they've got the day off. And sure. You were like, oh. I can still go play racquetball, right? Yeah. Yes. And I did. And I played with a lender and the head of the Port of Pasco. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's really fun. Yeah. That's cool. Love that. Mm-hmm. And another buddy who used to be a realtor, but is now out at the area. Nice. What a fun time. Mm-hmm. I played hard today, too. That's good. Yeah, it was very good. Okay. So President's Day and consumerism. Why not President's Day and patriotism? I don't understand. I don't understand how it works. I don't know. You I, know what I mean? Yeah. There's no less importance of the day after the Super Bowl to me 
than George Washington's birthday. And why, you may ask, do I say that? Yes, he was our first president, and he was the first person to say, no, 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 I don't want to be king of this country. I think people should have a say. I think people should vote. That was great. But he had slave teeth. So, you know, I don't know what the celebration's for, really. Well, yeah, I mean, there's two sides to every coin, right? That's the thing. Um, Speaking of crazy shit with presidents... We were watching the news this morning, and they were talking about this weekend, President Trump, former President Trump, was very focused on I said, no, he wasn't. He was focused on his release of his new sneaker at SneakerCon, and you didn't really say anything, and then I'll be darned if they didn't then show it. Right. I mean... three ninety nine for a pair of Air Trumps or whatever they're I called. I mean, whatever they are, I just... The guys is... You know, you've often said that Donald Trump is P.T. Barnum. He absolutely is this generation's biggest promoter, like P.T. Barnum was. I mean, yeah, for sure. You know, when everything he does has a PR result and tie-in. Every single thing. Yep, and he, I think, definitely believes in that concept that any press is good press. Well, and as you can see, he's living on that. Yeah, Because the stories about him are awful, and I'd have to move to another country and hide out if it were me. But he's, you know, the the Teflon Don, as it were. And he's not the Teflon Don. That was Don Gotti. But still, things bounce off the guy. It's wild. It's interesting. Absolutely wild to me. It's interesting. It's, you know, I'm curious what his, um, I I, want to call it a mindset routine, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So how does he kind of, some of the, um, language that I would use would be, how does he set his intentions for the day? How does he keep his mindset sharp? How does he, I don't agree with his mindset. I'm just saying, how does he stay in that place? You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm interested in that because, um, you know, I talk a lot about mindset and it's, it's everything. Right. And so even this morning I told you, I said, you know what, I'm going to join a gym because I haven't had a gym membership in a long time. I, the last time I worked out really consistently, it's when I w- was living in an apartment because they had a gym. Right. Uh, and then, well, we had a gym at our house, our first house that we had together. Right. I built a gym, mm-hmm. right? And so. And that was lovely. That. Um, but since then, nothing. So I found. Well, you've been doing pull-ups I found on doors what, in our in our place. You've been doing that. I like watching you do that. Not That's at, pretty cool. Not at, for the last six months. Not right. at this place. Anyway, uh Point being, mm-hmm. I found a gym not too far from our house. It's a it's all lady gyms. I kind of like that idea. It's not as intimidating, you know, for me. Right. So I'm going to go there. It's dirt cheap. I'm very excited about this. But one of the reasons is, you know, I we we were on sabbatical for three years, mm-hmm. and we've been back now, back to work, back to life, back to reality for almost six months. Right. And I'm realizing, oh, that's right. I I now need to get back into some of the routines that I kind of laid aside, some of those systems and systems of life and routines of life that I kind of laid aside while we were on our little vacation for a while, trying new things and experimenting and whatever. And so one of those things is, for me, working out consistently. Sure. Um, because... You must behave as though you're there. Right. You know what I mean? You live your life like you're already 
in the place that you want to be. Does that make sense? I, I hear what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you. But there's a but in there. Hey, there's no but. Mm-mm. I always, always think that the way I live my life is because of my success, right? I always feel that way. Okay. I feel very successful, and I have been very successful over the years of my life, and I've always been uh, someone who does what he says he's going to do. And to me, the real measure of success is doing what you say you're going to do. Right. Um, And even you say to me sometimes, you know, sometimes I forget who I am. That's right. Sometimes I do. And that's what I'm talking about. That that daily reminder of who you are is being in the mindset, setting those intentions. This is the life that I want. I'm going after the life that I want. You know, that kind of thing. And so... um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You look confused. So maybe I'm we listening move to you. On. So let no, let's keep talking. Oh, okay. I, I want to know more about what you're saying. I'm I'm very interested in what you're talking about. I'm you're saying if about you don't mindset. like the way if if you if you want not if you don't like, but if you want more out of life, then go get more out of life. That's what I'm saying. What if, if somebody, you don't if somebody wants more if you don't want more out of life, I don't care. What if you don't want more out of life? Then I don't care. I'm not talking to you right now. I gotcha. Right? If you if but if you want I come across people all the time and maybe it's because of my coaching background, right? Could be. So as a reminder, I've been a professional certified life and business coach for more than twenty one years now. Sure. And so I run into a lot of people who are stuck in life. They they come to me when they're stuck and they need help getting unstuck. I gotcha. And I swear to you, it is almost always about their mindset they're just stuck in a in a story rut right they're telling themselves an an a story that is not helpful to their future and they got to just start telling themselves a story that is helpful to their future i am this that the other thing i am successful i am people love to do business with me people love to talk to me people hope they run into me that you know what I'm saying. So we're talking about positive self talk to program no, your mind. Uh, it's not into, positive though. It's not. Well, I no, no. I am successful. I am someone people want to work with. That's that is positive self messaging, and that's powerful stuff. It is yes, but I I wouldn't necessarily call it positive self talk. I don't know what I would call it. Just intentionality, being intentional. You can create the life that you want. Get up and create it. That, I guess, is what I'm talking about. I, and I hear exactly what you're saying. And it's the yeah. same thing as the secret. And it's the same thing as uh, uh, your guy, Tony um, Robbins. Tony Robbins talks about change your state, change your story, yeah, boy, change your gets, life. You know what? He gets a bad rap sometimes. And, um, uh, you know, he's a smart guy. He is he's a smart running guy. 105 companies that mm-hmm. do over $7 billion a year. Uh, I, I think the bad rap is people think of him as a guru, like there's some kind of weird mysticism in what he's talking about. I think if they th- if they think of him that way, they probably knew of him in the 80s and 90s and have not continued the trajectory with him. I gotcha. Continued along for the journey. Sure. Right? Um, because, man, his recent, most recent stuff in the last two years, two to three years... Oof, it's good. Well, if you've followed him at all over time, and I don't know if you have or not. but yeah, I have. In me following him, his message is pretty consistent. 
he talks about how if you are intentional about every part of your life, yep. you will have legitimate results. Right. It's just like you said to me on the way to our open house on this little $249,000 house that mm-hmm. we have in Pasco. On the way there, you said, I don't know how many people are going to come, but there's a 100% chance that we will not sell it if we don't do this open house. That's right. And so intentionality yep. is exactly what you were talking about. And it's what he talks Let about. Let me go a little further on that. Okay. No, this is how intentional I was about this open house. I brought a buyer packet with me. Mm-hmm. Several actually. Mm-hmm. I brought the paperwork mm-hmm. with me to do, to write an offer. I was ready right. for a right now buyer to walk in the door. You're a lender. You can pre-approve them. We can write an offer. Let's get this done. Yes. That's how intentional I was about that. Now, let's go a little bit further. Okay. Did that happen? No. No. And I don't care. I'm not bothered in the least because I'm focused. Right. I've got goals. I got somewhere to go. I got somewhere to be. Like I feel we've we've had this conversation several times in the last six months. Right. I can't be derailed. I got somewhere to go. I got you. I got somewhere to be. And you know, the fact that my two most, um, um, my top two basic human needs are growth and contribution. Uh Um, and if you haven't, Take if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's six basic human needs. Google it. You can take a test and it it's free and it will help you determine what yours are. So my top two are growth and contribution. So as I mentioned earlier, if I'm not learning, I'm not living. I and got if you. I'm not sharing what I'm learning with other people, then I'm not living. Sure. And so um so being being super focused on that and being super focused on my mission and not, not my mission is growth and contribution. So every, I want to leave this world having given everything I know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Give everything I know. I, I, you know, we, we do this podcast in our real estate office and um, I coach some of our realtors here and mentor them. And I was in the hallway earlier listening to someone who was in the conference room with a client and I could just barely hear. And I'm standing outside, you know, nobody could see me standing there and I'm listening because this is somebody I coach regularly and I want to listen for the things that I can coach around so that they can be more productive, more efficient, get better results. And I can't help but do that. Right. I go into a restaurant and I just want to fix it. I told on this podcast I was on earlier, I said, um, I've been a professional uh, certified life and business coach for more than 21 years. And I specialize in the three R's, real estate, restaurants, and retail. And uh, I don't know where that came from because I've never said it before. Okay. (laughs) But it just came out of me. But those are the things three things that I do specialize in. And that's because those are the things you're most interested in. Yeah. And I have coached around everything. Sure. If you think of it, I mean, family coaching and weight loss coaching and career coaching, I've done it all. But those are the three I really love and I really get excited about. Those are the three that no matter what is going on in my life or what I'm doing to earn an income, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever's on my business card, 
those three things will always come out of me. I got you. No matter what, right? Yeah. And so, um, man, I'm just, I'm excited. What a time to be alive. I, I just feel that way. Like, what a time to be alive in the world. Like, this, it's a great place to be. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great, there's so much opportunity. There's so much, so much in front of us. I, I was saying earlier to somebody, there's so much information and education available today, more than ever before in history, right. and most of it's free. Yeah. Google is free. Google. You can find anything. Yeah. Well, you know, I heard somebody talking the other day about um, artificial intelligence. Google really is artificial intelligence. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing wrong, in my opinion, with being able to instantly research any topic. And the thing that drives me nuts about people from my generation is their hesitancy to embrace it. I right. have a friend who are says... Are you Gen X? You're Gen X? I don't know what the years are in those. Probably. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what I like how I act like you're in a different generation than me. Yeah. So what I'm trying to tell you is I have a friend who's within five years of me on either side. I'm okay. not going to say which. Okay. You're keeping it vague. I like it. And he said to me, I can't stand first-time home buyers. And I said, well, that's... Oh. I said, that's oh. odd. Tell me what you mean about that. And he said, well... Jesus, they come in here thinking they know everything and they've researched everything on their damn device. And I said, I think that's exciting. Yeah. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, the fact that they've researched everything means that my level of knowledge can change the way they look at the world because they've researched it, they've got an opinion, but they don't have life history to go with the opinion. Right. And I can impart a little bit of that into the conversation, mm -hmm. and that's exciting when you see the light bulb turn on in somebody's face. And let me tell you how this plays out. We were with clients the other day mm -hmm. who are young, first-time homebuyers. Right. And she said to you, I know I probably shouldn't do so much research online, and you said, do all the research online. Absolutely. I love that you're doing that. I love it. I do too. Instead of... I said it. That's oh, <laughs> you shouldn't. Yeah, I know. That's right. what I said. I, I'm agreeing with you oh, yeah. as though I didn't say it. Oh, you're yeah. quoting me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, oh, no, 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 you don't need to do that. You could just, just trust me. No. No, no. Gen Xers, we, they can't just trust us. And here's Sorry. the thing. I know what I'm talking about, so I'm not intimidated by their level of research. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying my friend is intimidated by it. I think he's uh, uh, befuddled by the lack of trust from other people, but it has nothing to do with the lack of trust. It has to do with the availability of information. Yeah. And yeah. people who are in their mid-20s have never not been able to ask their phone a yeah. question and get an immediate answer. Right. So why would we be upset about that? Yeah. Do you no, know what I mean? I love it. I think it's the greatest thing in the world that people can come talk to me so, and ask me a question mm -hmm. that they already know the answer to, and I give them the right answer because right. that's how you build trust with somebody. Part of, mm, how do I want to say this? Part of longevity okay. and cheerful longevity yes. is pivoting with technology. I gotcha. We're in the grocery store the other day, and there's an older gentleman in front of us. And he's trying to buy something. He doesn't have the right information to buy it. And he was all 
kinds of angry. Then he got frustrated because he um, didn't, uh, the payment, uh, he was trying to use a debit card, but it wasn't going through, and he couldn't figure out the the uh, keypad, the pin right, pad. Right. And he was just, he was cussing and yelling and was so mad. And I thought, I mean, I felt so bad for him because I thought, man, this world just doesn't agree with you anymore, does it? Right. And I don't want to be like that. I, I, and I find myself falling into it now, even sometimes new things come along and I'm like, oh, Jesus, one more thing I got to learn. No, 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 no. Learning is how we keep the brain fresh. It's how we keep the brain young. It's exciting. It's, you know, um, and, and make it playful. The best way a kid learns, and I can tell you this, absolutely, because I educated at least seven of them, uh-huh. the best way that a kid learns is through play. Okay. I have a friend, we have a friend, uh, a couple, Dan and Melanie, uh-huh. who have taken that philosophy of the best way we learn is through play, and they've developed an entire company around it, and now do retreats. Right. Based around this idea That's of right. changing your life through play, right? Um, and I was I was saying uh, on this podcast I was on earlier, it's all about health and wellness, mm-hmm. and um, we were talking about uh, exercise and cardio versus lifting and different things like that. And I said, you know, it's my favorite way to get physical activity is still play. And I was talking about jumping on the rocks. You know, when I those great big rocks down by the river and sure. I'll like jump from rock yep. to rock. Yep. I wish you could have seen their faces light up. They were so excited. They were like, that's perfect. That's the perfect kind of exercise because it's balance. It's agility. It's mobility. It's all the things you need to do. Right. So I think that as we age, not only do we get like left behind, you know, with technology, but we also, we forget to be playful. Right. It's one of the reasons that I love you in my life because you're a playful guy and you just love to have a good time and you help me remember to do that. You help me laugh because I get, I don't know if you know me. You get a little serious. I can get a little serious and I I can get a little dark, right? (laughs) If you, if you ask somebody if they focus more on the future or the past, most people will say they focus more on the past. Yeah. See, even the way you are reacting to that, I know that's well, not you. There's nothing good there. There you go. The past is over. Yeah. And it's heavy. Put if you're down. carrying around the past, set it down. It's heavy. It yeah. is. Yeah. Everybody's done stuff they feel bad about. Right. Move on to the good stuff. The right. good stuff's in front of you, not behind you. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But my tendency is to look at the past. My tendency is to look at regret. My tendency is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, I think, why I think about mindset so much. And I talk about mindset and I brainwash myself because you got to. That's interesting that you say it that way. You brainwash yourself. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I do. Interesting. Absolutely. I'm fooling myself every day into thinking about the future and everything good in my life and being grateful for everything that I have because my brain is hardwired from trauma to think about all the dark, horrible things in my life. So I'm brainwashing myself every single day. Wow. It's a, it's a job for me. Yeah. And, the, and there's nothing I can do about it. 
my brain's hardwired. Those, those, you know, neural pathways do what they do because of all the trauma. But I don't have to sit in that. I can make a different choice. Mm-hmm. But it is a choice. I have to work on it. You know, a uh, night before last, I woke up in the middle of the night and I started thinking about a situation that I have in my life right now that I do not want to elaborate on at all. But um, it's a stressful kind of situation. And I think I have to have a conversation that I don't want to have and uh, all this stuff. And it's really not that big of a deal. But I was making it this big deal in my head when laying awake in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden, my chest started hurting. And then my stomach started hurting. Oh. And you know, I get a stomach ache. It's yeah. stress and anxiety related, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought after an hour of this, an hour, I thought, nope, you know what? Enough of this. I'm going to play the gratitude game. And you've heard me talk about this before. Mm -hmm. You might ask, Londa, what's the gratitude game? It's a way I brainwash myself. (laughs) It's interesting, you know. Wait, let me tell what it is. Yep, yep, yep. So I just start listing all the things I'm grateful for or grateful about. And sometimes I have to start at the beginning of that day. Well, I woke up. Super grateful I woke up. And you know what? I woke up in a comfortable bed. And I woke up in a warm house and I woke up to, to someone bringing me a cup of coffee and it was you. Right. And then I start going through all these things that I'm grateful about. And pretty soon I drifted off to sleep. Mm. I often fall asleep playing the gratitude game. And I know a lot of people listening to this will be able to relate. You can't, but people listening will at the end of the day, when you're laying in bed, and it's just you and your thoughts, you often rehearse all the mistakes you made in the day, all the things you didn't get done, all the things you could have said said differently or done differently. It's very common. Not yeah. for you. Well, I can relate to that as a, as a little kid. After having a discussion with my mother, every now and then I would stand in the mirror and think about the things I should have said when I was in that conversation. You know what I mean? Well, no, that's not correct because this, this, and this. I would, I would do that as like a post-game wrap-up with myself. Yeah. And then it was gone forever. I got it out of my system doing that. I don't have recurring negative thoughts ever for any reason. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is unusual. And it's, when you talk about weird, it, it but- sounds so bizarre to me because it is so far away from my personal experience. Do you know what I love, though? That you don't criticize me, try to change my opinion, try to make me think differently. You actually just try to understand and learn more about it. Well, I'm fascinated. You're the most interesting subject I think I can think of. Thank you. It's true. A lot of people don't react that way, though. And I, conversely, is that the right use of that word? Yes. I don't know. I, sometimes I try to use big words and I shouldn't. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> On so, the flibbity. I ain't smart. Um, okay. So, but I want to get inside your brain because I'm fascinated how a brain, your brain works. And I often say to David, like, he'll say something like, I don't have any negative thoughts. And I'll, I'll say, tell me more about what it was like to be loved as a child. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or tell me more about what it's like to not have trauma, you know? So, but it's true. You know, you can do a trauma test. Again, Google's free. And it's a test on a, you know, a one to 10. Right. And then it tells you, like, based on your results, here is where you, um, 
you know, you may want to seek out treatment, therapy. And and the results cetera, say stuff like if you hit a four, right. you should do some reading about self-help. If you hit a six, you should be in light therapy and anything above that's intensive therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So six or above is consistent, intense therapy right. is what's recommended. Right. Okay. Right. And uh, we, we did, uh, we were on the road doing one of our road trips and I had signed up for a workshop with a, a therapist who I really, really like out of Spokane. Right. Um, his name's Matt something, isn't it? Mateus. Okay. There and you I go. forget his last name and I apologize. He's in Spokane. Whatever um, the case. But uh, anyway, I signed up for one of his workshops and we, we listened to it together in the, in the car and then did the little test that he had attached. Right. Sure. And so here's a glimpse into David and I and the difference in the way our brains are wired. <laughs> Your test result was a... I don't recall. One. Out of 10. And out of 10, only because of actually, interestingly enough, the situation you just described earlier with your mother. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... The questions to me were so bizarre. They were outlandish, and I'll get into that in just a second. To, to me. you. My score, on the other hand, is a nine... Right. And I've I'm very open about that. Right. Because I think we should be. Yeah. Okay. And um and for example, one of the questions is um was there ever a time as a child, was there ever a time when you felt unsafe with the adults in your home? Yeah. And that made me laugh out loud. Because no, the adults in your home are your safe keepers. They keep you safe. I, on the other hand, do not remember a time in my life that I felt safe in my home. Do you feel safe in your home now? Yes. I'm talking about childhood. This oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Childhood but, is what shapes your your sure. neural pathways. Sure. But if you have such bad inroads, I, I don't, I mean, maybe you don't feel safe yes at home Yes and now. no. Right? Yes and no, right? The, it's old habits are hard to break. Right. So there are times when you say, like, because you your your voice and your your way of being is pretty intense. It's pretty boisterous and loud yeah. and gregarious and sure. intense. And that scares the hell out of me sometimes. Okay. Because I think you're upset. And never. And if you're upset, I immediately, you know, have a fight or flight response. Sure. And so it's very interesting. Um, and welcome to David and Londa's therapy well, live. I, it's so funny because this is how we talk at home. That, that's exactly right. Just You're just seeing behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I would tell you that I'm loud and I speak loudly. And often you say to me, hey, 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 quiet down. You're, you're being a little loud. I don't say that. But whatever, I however you say, say it. You've recently started yelling when it's not necessary, but I think it's your hearing loss. But that's not what I'm talking about. It's not about. recent. I've been loud my whole life. I'm a loud, gregarious, yes, boisterous person. The recent stuff is not what I'm talking about. That 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 I get that your personality's loud. I get it and I love it. Yeah. But when I tell you, hey, you're yelling, it's it's the hearing loss thing that I'm addressing. Right. And then you apologize for me in most situations and say, well, he was just on the phone and he's got cell yell. And I do. That happened yesterday. It that did. actually did happen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very loud, but I'm not angry. There's a difference between being angry and loud and being loud. And I understand what you're saying. And my brain doesn't, doesn't differentiate. 
doesn't always differentiate. Sometimes, I gotcha. Sometimes. Sure. But see, my mom was a yeller. Right. Bad yeller. Old yeller. Oh, my God. I don't love you anymore, old yeller. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Go on, get. I associate loud talking. Right. With. You got to freeze and fight for your life now. I got gotcha. you. How are you going to protect yourself? Sure. All bets are off. Shit's about to go down. I got to gotcha. figure out how to protect myself. What's the best escape? Do I fawn? That's kind of my go-to. Sure, I just start agreeing with everything that's being said and do whatever I can to de-escalate. Right. Which is probably shocking to people listening because they don't know that version of me. I it's gotcha. only in my closest relationships that sure. I do that. That's interesting, right? Crazy. We got to get out of this. Moral of the story is this. <laughs> you are who you are. And the place in your life where you are is not a sticking point. You don't yeah. have to be where you perceive that you are. You yep. can be where you want to be yep. if you're intentional that's about right. doing that. It ain't over yet, baby. You know what I mean? You're not stuck, and that's the moral of the story. No there matter you where you are in your life, it. you can get somewhere else. And if you can't figure out how to do it, reach out to me. Right. Londa at SherwoodAustin.com. Shoot me an email. Maybe we do need to work together. I haven't taken on a new client in a while, but well, I'm just open real to estate it. clients. You've got some new real estate clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, you, a coaching client. Well, I mean, real estate coaching clients. You've got some new. Oh ones. yeah, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not life coaching clients. Yeah, no, I haven't. That's taken, what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think this has been a very interesting episode, and I think uh, President's Day or no, this was important stuff to talk about. And go get your mattress. There you go. It's on get sale your today. mattress today. It's on a deep discount. And Purple Mattress will let you test it for 100 days before you have to send it back for Gross. a full refund. What do they do with those? When I they come do back? not <laughs> know. <laughs> okay. On that note. <laughs> this has been the session with Londa and David. For Londa Joanne Sherwood Austin, the prettiest girl in the world, Aww. my name is David Austin. We'll see you again next week.